Hi, everybody, and welcome to Paul Listnick Behind the Curtain, uh, my chance to step away from the politics I cover on WGN-TV to the podcast world where we get to talk mostly about theater and arts. Although this particular show we're going to talk about certainly has political implications, so clearly we could be in either of my worlds. And joining me um, are some of the key members of the, the cast of a show called Tango, playing over at Pride Plays. And you want to see that because it's only playing through June 11th because June is Pride Month. And so um, this is the right time to see the show. Joining me are uh, the stars of the show. Well, everybody's a star in the show. It's an ensemble show, but they're not with us. So we're just going to say you're the stars. Uh, <laughs> joining me, Jihao <laughs> Lee, who plays Kenneth in the show, and Oscar Hugh, who plays Ben Mean, not Benjamin, but Ben Mean. I'm going to have to ask you about that. And Rainy Song, who plays Lee Polin, who causes all sorts of trouble mm-hmm. for, uh, for that. Without you, Rainy, we don't have this show. I know. <laughs> So, Jihan, Jihan, let me come to you. Um, tell us what Tango is about, because I will be honest, people see the show Tango and they think they're about to see some Argentinian-Brazilian dance show. <laughs> it is not that, although I have a theory about why that's the that's the name, but go ahead. So, the name Tango actually comes from these two penguins, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I can't speak to that. I had another theory. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are these two penguins that... Um, two male penguins that developed the relationship. And I think one of them was called Tango. And I think that's where the name stemmed from. Oh, you know, and penguins mate for life. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. So that's where the name came from. And the play is about a family, about Kenneth, the person I play. And he's coming back to the Singapore to take care of his father. And they had a experience in a restaurant where they're discriminated against because they are him and his husband are gay. And you you got to look at you got to look at Rainey's face while you're giving this part because I said she causes the trouble, so she knows she what you're trouble. talking about right now is her that you're talking about. Go ahead. Exactly. So Rainey doesn't want to serve us. <laughs> Much less her character. Exactly. Exactly. And so that just starts a whole argument, and that argument is filmed, and then it goes viral, and that starts a whole political movement in the in Singapore. Well, by the way, one of the things that's amazing about this show, look, there's a lot of, we're in also in, um, uh, Asian American Recognition Month and, and, um, AEPI, uh, uh, you know, honorary month or whatever you want to say. It. But, but, um, you know, Oscar, one of the things I find really interesting is the casting of this show. You know, I mean, I know Lynn Manuel Miranda came in and just said casting doesn't matter anymore. Anybody can play anything. But, um, but the, the, here, the director and Jay Espano, the artistic director, a real concerted effort was made to be sure that Asian uh, Asians were playing these roles. And um, Oscar, right? I mean, that's that that's that's critical in this show. Yeah, it's like great to be working with uh, like Asian artists in Chicago because oftentimes you see a lot of shows here. Uh, majority are. Or Caucasians or white people, so it's really awesome, like working with like my fellow Asian artists. So it's 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 a it's a special little show for me. Yeah, and by the way, you all have certain backgrounds. Jiha, where are you from? I'm from Australia, but I spent most of my life living in Shanghai before coming to America. Yeah, um, and so you you do have this. Uh, this is home now, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And I've climbed the Sydney Bridge. I told you that the night the night that. <laughs> Very, very, very proud of that, um, which is not hard, actually. They strap you onto everything, so you you can't possibly get hurt. Um, and Rainy Song, so your character, uh, Lee Polin, causes all the trouble. Uh, Jihao yeah. has told us a little bit about First of all, 
you initially are from China, correct? Yes. So ni hao, and thanks for joining us. Um, <laughs> I almost got arrested in, in China. I'll tell you that story some other time. They thought I was a spy, and I thought they were kidding. And apparently my tour guide said, they're not kidding. You're in trouble. Uh, so story for another day. But but yeah. Yo, I'll, just what it was was, uh, so I was on a private day. I wasn't with the, I wanted to see things that tourists didn't see. So I hired mm-hmm. a private guy. And so because at one time I was a law professor and a, a lawyer, I asked if they would take me to the courthouse. And so she said, yes, but I guess you're not really supposed to go to the courthouse. And so she took me there and I was interrogated by a bunch of soldiers who didn't understand why I was there, thought I was a spy. And um, the story doesn't get better after that. So, um, oh. but, but I'm home. So that's, that's the good story. <laughs> Thank God, having, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but Rainey, tell us about in, in terms of being cast in this show uh, and being able to, you know, be true to your, your heritage and, and culture. Tell us a little bit about how you see your character. Oh my God. Like the, the chance that I got to audition for this role is still feels so surprising for me because like is uh jay our uh the art director of uh pride art center he texts me on facebook and before that we weren't like facebook friend or anything he just messaged me on messenger i'm like i never talked to this person before and that's usually just- a warning by the way when somebody just reaches out on messenger right <laughs> Sadly, I checked the whole profile, make sure he's not a scammer or anything. <laughs> like, okay, this person is real. He has a boyfriend. He lives in Chicago. Okay, this person looks kind of real, I guess. Then I start to talk to him and stuff. And he sent me the script, like, asked me if I want to audition. And I read it. I fucking love the story. And be like, <laughs> yes, I'm down. And after I joined them, I they told me, like, it's like, I was the last person that got casted of the whole cast because they were having a hard time to, you know, that can speak Mandarin and English in this one play. And I'm just very glad I got this opportunity. Yeah. And Oscar, by the way, you also speak uh, Mandarin in the show. Do you, is that native language for you or anything or? Uh, yeah, I, I'm bilingual, so I both I speak both English and Mandarin. So it it does help in terms of learning the lines. I'm not learning it from scratch. I'm just like just reading it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and Jihao, you also speak because you don't. It's interesting because your role in the show, because your husband in the show is is uh, British, but but is an English speaking person, as is your son in the show. Um, are you two also bilingual? And because at least in the show, you understand everything that's being going on, but you would, right? Yes, exactly. I, I also do speak. Mandarin. My mother's Taiwanese and she doesn't speak very good English. So at home, I speak Mandarin. Wow. So since I can say ni hao, let's just do this whole thing in Mandarin. <laughs> let's do it. I'm done. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I can, I, and I have about 10 words. I, I say I have 10 words in every language there is. Um, uh, <laughs> but I love language and I really respect it. As I said, I've certainly been to both Singapore and China and all these places. So let's go back to the show. Um, Ji Hao, talk about the, it's really interesting because the, the, when I first watched this and the fact that this server uh, would not respect your relationship and, 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 and all that, I kind of, there's a part of me that said, aren't we beyond that um, in society today? But of course, this doesn't take place in, you know, Chicago. Um, so I don't know. I guess we're not really beyond it, beyond it, are we? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Be- they're just, you know, in every country, no matter how supportive they are, how accepting they are. There are a couple individuals that aren't supportive of it and they do not want, they do not agree with it. And so this is one of the situations where 
I'm discriminated against because of my identity. Um, Oscar, the, the other thing is you add another element to this. When I was selecting the actors to join me for this, I, mean, I had to have you three, but there were, there were other actors involved in this that I thought, oh, they would, you know, I could, we could do this too, because it, it goes in so many directions. In some ways, you're a subplot or you're the B plot. And I don't mean that. Yeah. In a, in a bad way. I mean, just the main story is Jihau's story, but you have a story too. I never like to give anything away. Whenever I have actors, I'm always afraid that I'm going to say something and have them go, oh, we don't want people to know that, you know, until they get there. Like I was interviewing the cast of Dear Evan Hansen and <laughs> they didn't want anybody to know that like Connor dies in the first five minutes of the show. I said, dude, like, that, 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 Connor that, dies in the first five minutes of the oh, show. Oh no. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> and if you haven't seen it, you should know it anyway. But anyway, so Oscar, so to, what can you tell us about the sort of the character you represent and that bit of subplot? Mm-hmm. And then I'll tell you why I thought the show was named Tango. Yeah, I think for Benman's character, it's a very universal story of in terms of uh like uh just gay like the lgbt community like gay lesbian people like coming in terms with their sexuality and i think the thing tango does so great is ben ben because benman's character is slightly older he's 30 so it's a pretty late start to be discovering things about himself and i think uh it gives another angle to the show because you don't often see like older uh, men like in theater or in plays uh, coming in terms with themselves. It's usually like, like, oh, I'm a teen. I'm like discovering all the, these things about themselves. So I- I'm sorry. Are you are you saying 30 is older? Well, in terms of like the shows I've seen, it's always like the coming of age shows. It's always like teens. Uh, okay. I think 30 is old. <laughs> I mean, I'm not 30 yet, but I just want to point that out, that it's certainly not old. Yeah, but, like, in terms of, like, coming of age shows, it's always teen. So it's interesting to see... <laughs> it's uh, a teenager thing. Yeah, so, like, it's interesting to see how an older person uh, navigates through that. Although, in in the culture that the show takes place, and in the culture that your background would have been, um, it would be difficult. You would be coming out at an older age. Did you... Was there any piece of homework, Oscar, you needed to do to... Because you're raising an issue, which is, I don't know, I, in real world, I would already be out, I think. And Did yeah. you do any homework to sort of say, culturally, maybe I wouldn't be? In terms of homework, I think it's just... Because I'm about to turn 30 myself, so placing myself like in that mindset at that age and seeing how different I would react. Cause uh, being older, you would have that, like the the mental capacity to kind of deal with this better. So I guess it's a little bit of that, just like figuring out how I would play this uh, and not what the thought process for this character would be uh, since he's like older. And playing different ages, Rainy. So your character has got to be late, 50s, 60s, something like that. Right? Yeah, exactly. that's what I'm going for, around 60. Yeah. Um, that's not old either, by the way. Um, <laughs> so there's nobody old in this show. Let me just put that out there, except maybe for your father, Jihau. I don't know. Maybe that character. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but is it... Um, how difficult was it for you, especially, you know, coming from, from China, Rainy? I mean, I mean, culturally, and I, I can, I think, kind of speak to this having been there. I mean, it is hard to be who you are. Maybe it's a little different today. I was there a while ago, but, but it is kind of hard to be who you are, especially if you're LGBTQ in China. And, and, uh, you had to wrestle with that. How does your, how do you feel about that in this character role? Uh, like, to be honest, like, you know, I'm most of years I spend in China is like, you really feel that thing is like, 
this whole subtle discrimination and out pushing to the LGBTQ people. Yeah, like so that's why when like even though the whole story happened in Singapore, I have never been to Singapore. But these two countries, you know, Singapore and China, have like very you know similar culture in a lot of ways. So I can. I I won't say like I understand the discrimination like a hundred percent, but like I totally can feel it, feel the similar from like my culture, and、um, another thing about playing this character is like you know the age, like yeah she's sexy and、uh, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is like actually. Just like like Oscar just said, like you know, she's he's like in his twenties playing someone thirty, and、uh, Ji Hao and the one play his husband Liam, uh, 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 Michael. You know, like I feel they had and and the girl Caroline that play Elaine. I feel they get the hardest job because they are people in their late twenties, in their early thirties, play forty something. They really get the hardest job. I'm, I'm telling you, that's the hardest. Me, thirty playing sixty. There's like at least there's more technique thing I can lean on. You know, oh, I'm an old woman. I hinge. I ah,、uh, my leg hurts when I grab stuff. I bend down. Another, you know, like at least I have this technique things to lean on. So when I get those in the place, I'm already get half of the character. And the other half, I really think the whole ensemble, especially our director, had to really get who she is to become her. That really, she really helped me a lot because, like, also I gotta say, my character is also hard in its own way because this story really happened in real life. Actually, that the whole story is. Based in the real life story, we even had a video chat with the couple with、oh, the real、really? life. Yeah, with the real life Candice and Liam. Yeah. Oh wow, that、uh, that's fascinating. That,、uh, so let let let's let's talk about that a little bit. So Ajie,、uh, I'll come to you because you're you're part of that that couple. First of all, you as Rainy is saying, <clears throat> you've been in a marriage. I mean, you're married for like 16 years. I think is the the amount of time you've known each other longer. You've adopted a son.、Um, but talk to me about what that related. That must. I was going to ask you the kind of homework you do because I'm assuming you've not been married for 16 years. What what?、Um, but it looks like your homework was partially talking to the actual people. It was. It was. We just wanted to understand what went on, what went on behind the whole meal, what how how it escalated so much. And is there a vi- if I were to go online because I didn't do this, it, will I find that video? You won't find the video. I don't think it went viral on a video, but it it's all stemmed from a blog post. Okay, he wrote a blog post which went viral, and the the playwright read the blog post and decided to write this play based on their story. Fascinating. Did you and you? So you all met this character, Oscar. What was your feeling when you got to talk to that couple and what they went through? Oh, it's like pretty cool because、uh, I watched the premiere in Singapore in 2017.、Uh, so it was pretty awesome, like meeting the what were their names? I can't remember.、Uh, Do you remember their actual names? I'm trying I to. I think we'll just have to go with Kenny, and we'll have to go with it. <laughs> yeah, but it was pretty cool, like just hearing firsthand experience on what actually happened and how much of the story、uh, of the play is fabricated and how much of it is rooted in truth. So it was pretty interesting, and it definitely helped 
because uh, we asked them a lot of questions about like what were they feeling like and I think a lot of us we kind of just took those experiences and like put it into our characters to make it more truthful so by the way I assume Jihao they're still together right they are still together they currently live in New York oh, really yeah I hope they should come out and see the show here maybe they will I hope so yeah. yeah. Uh, so were all of you, Rainy, were you guys all in Singapore for the for premiere? No. Or it was just, just was Oscar? Just Oscar. Yeah. Oh, just no. you were there. Okay. But what a cool perspective. Did, did you know that at the time of the show when you were auditioning or whatever, or when they reached Rainy, obviously they're stalking on Facebook, but when they, when they, <laughs> when they found you or did you find them and say, wait, I've been to that premiere. How did, what's the connection? I, I found him on like theater in Chicago, one of the like audition posts. And I was like, that is so cool. Cause it would be such a full circle moment, like coming out of college and doing that show. It's just like, it's, I, I'm from Singapore. So anytime there's like a Singapore production, like in Chicago, it, it always is an honor to be repping Singapore theater in some, some like another foreign country. I was so, you know, it, when I visited Singapore, I was so amazed. It's like being in New York, right? I mean, people think of it as like third world or something. It's anything but, and it's, it's your like New York City. Did you know, I'm just curious. Did you know that like when you fly into the, into the, uh, airport on the runway and stuff that it's lined with all these beautiful planters and stuff and all those are removed so that everything can become runways in times of war? I did not know that, but that's you know how that's seemed to know that you know. Yeah. I know that there are also certain highways where you can remove the street lamps. So in times of war, it'd be a runaway as well. Uh, it's fascinating. And by the way, Randy, just to come full circle on my Bangkok moment, I was there the year after, not Bangkok, uh, of uh, uh, Beijing. I was there the year after Tiananmen. In fact, I was supposed to be there when Tiananmen happened. And that trip, of course, got canceled. But with my private guide, I went because I wanted to kind of see Tiananmen and learn about it. And mm -hmm. so when we got to Tiananmen Square, the guide said, OK, go ahead, walk around. And um, we did. And I came back to the car with my friend. And, and uh, I said, so I've got questions for you, right? And she could not answer anything. And she said, I, I cannot answer you. And I said, but, but, but that we're not on a bus. It's just us. That's the whole point. And it came clear to me because she had a driver. She couldn't talk. Because oh. you couldn't trust the driver. You couldn't just yeah. you know who was going to turn who in uh, as a result and of that. Uh, by the way, the end of my see the courtroom story, because Rainy, I'll turn this into a question for you. So mm -hmm. they finally sent some guy out who spoke English. And because my, my knee-how didn't get me very far. And um, and so he said, what are you doing here? And I said, look, I'm a law professor. I just I just wanted to see the courthouse. It's interesting to me and whatever. So he said, oh, okay. He walked me around the outside of the building. And, and said, there you have it. I went, perfect. It's what I was hoping for. I was really wanted to see the outside and that, that, that's really great. I want to go home now. And so he looked and said, well, don't you want a picture? And I went, uh, sure. And so I stood there. He goes, well, I have to be in the picture with you. And I went, okay. So, um, so now I'm standing with him, uh, you know, and, but we're taking the picture together. And then he looked and said, um, I, I need to have a copy of the picture. And I, now this was before, you know, this was not digital. And I said, do you have a photo mat around? Because I could, you know, we could develop the film. And, and there were photo mats where you used to get film developed. And he went, um, no. And he went, then I have to take your camera. And that's what it, that was what it was all about was to get my camera. Oh uh, my God. That's, wow. Wow, that's so, smart. I got to this smart. And then my tour guy told me that I was just a troublemaker. Rainy, how, <laughs> how representative uh, of, of my stories that I'm telling you, which was, I was just there for a few weeks. What a panic life that was. But when you hear those stories, Rainy, do you go, yeah, that's kind of could have been your life in China. Or are you surprised to hear that saying it's really not that, that way anymore? I mean, it's like, how do you say you are seeing the country through, you know, the, the perspective of a white guy. And to be honest, uh, 
as who you are, you know, look different and also uh, do shows about politics, you know, has a major in lawyer in like law and all that stuff that really kind of put you on the sus list. <laughs> so, yeah, like in China, I feel like, oh, my God, am I going to get canceled for saying this? Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, well, that, that, hopefully they're not watching. We won't let China. The China I team. hope they are not watching. I mean, they canceled Uncle Rogers. They sure. already did. They what? Uncle Rogers, because he made some joke about, like, you know, like Taiwan and Chinese listening and all that, like, jokes. And now everything about Uncle Rogers is taken down in China. Wow. So let me clarify. I was thrilled that they pulled me aside and interrogated me. I had never had so much fun in my life. And, and, and it was a great time. <laughs> Uh, you were great. So you were great. <laughs> here's my theory of Tango Jihao before yep. I knew it was about the penguins. Um, mm-hmm. I thought this is about a dance, several. The dance between Kenneth and his father, the dance between um Ben Min and his without getting into the story, but but his potential boyfriend, the dance between uh Ben Min and his aunt. The tango, to me, was representative of all the very careful dances that had to happen between these relationships to further the story. Gee, how that's better than the penguins. I agree. I agree. That totally makes sense. I personally didn't hear my penguin explanation from the playwright himself. I heard (laughs) I may be wrong. Well, Oscar, what do you think? I mean, I mean, there is kind of a careful dance that goes on between the players. There is. Yeah, I I do agree. It's one can use that as an explanation between the different dances and also like the dance between Elaine and Kenneth's characters. So there is like a dance that is happening. And and also Rainy, of course, and Elaine, the reference to Elaine, this is a friend of theirs who, again, I'm not giving anything away to say she's lesbian. Um, So that, you know, that becomes clear. Rainy's not happy with any of this. I mean, sorry, not Rainy. Rainy's happy. Rainy could care less. But but your character Lee Polin is not happy with with the, these people with a, a different lifestyle. Yeah, and actually, I heard you know because I heard from the real life people is because uh, actually, the when the real life story happened, the which was lady just one blast at them. Basically, because it's against her personal re- religion. Yeah, against her personal religion. But uh, when they really try to write this show down and have this script, you know, uh, uh, from what I heard from the you know the real people say, like in Singapore, they kind of have this censorship too. So uh, they uh, they have to. Uh, they feel like this lady, uh, the, the character to the old way they wrote her is, you know, she has one certain religion and the censorship feel like that's kind of makes certain religion look bad. So you have to change that. So that's, that's why she changed. They also changed this character, make her, you know, believe in all the religions, which is is the funny part. And also, you know, won't cause, won't cause this controversy. And also because of that, the, reason why my character like oh my god i can't stand this oh there's a gay couple with a kid thing like uh the her perspective were actually changed into uh you know she heard negative thing about gay people she you know heard misleading thing about gay people she think they are you know uh sexual predators like child molesters that's why they'd be like oh my god how can these people be around children oh my god and 
that's why like I, to make this you know story more like you know like educational so I, when she learned more about gay people especially when she realized oh her own family came out to her yeah. is gay too and she said really oh uh she said really oh i was wrong these people are actually not bad so that's uh actually a learning experience for her to and, and you know get away get rid of the wrong idea and actually relearn about these people lgbtq people and i'm gonna actually follow up on that because i want to talk about the end of the show but uh, let me ask this question to how do you when you take a role so you know, you guys now you're in Chicago, you live in Chicago. I mean, do you take this role and just go, Hey, it's, it's an acting role. So that, 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 that keeps me employed for a while. That's great. Or was there something about this story, Jiha, which you looked, especially, and I'm not turning you, bringing you into my pop world of politics that I have to, you know, that I live in, but Jiha, when you look at this, do you sort of say, wow, with what's going on in Florida, with what's going on in, in different places in the South, uh, LGBTQ issues and all this, do you look and say, this is important that we tell this story? Or is that just, is that separate from the fact that you're an actor doing a role? Oh, I absolutely think about stuff like that. I didn't think about Florida and the situations in America in particular, but I thought about my own story where, because Kenneth spent so much time in the UK and decided to come back to live in Singapore to take care of his father. And upon coming back, he's get he's thrown into his old environment and he's experiencing all sorts of old emotions that he had that he ran away from. And I feel like I've had those experiences going back to going back to Shanghai after living with after living in the US for so long. So that's kind of a story that I resonated with and I wanted to help share. How about you, Oscar? Well, for me, I I because it's a Singaporean story and I'm excited to share that with the Chicago audiences. But also uh like Singapore is known for like the best airport, best food, but the people, like the stories of the people there aren't really talked about. So this play definitely like helps tell that story of the people it's not it's not just like the glitz and glamour so this play definitely goes into like the grit of like the people who are living in that country so i think that's why i kind of took on the project because i want to be sharing these stories yeah and as i said when i was watching it i mean i live in chicago i grew up here and stuff i'm thinking i don't think i mean it could happen here it could happen anywhere but there's a part of me that thought this doesn't represent the culture that we live in in chicago so there's a part of me that resisted that until once you realize no this is taking place in singapore whatever and then it makes sense but then i guess the point uh rainy above my question is if you live in another state right now and tango was put in fact in some states they might not let you put tango on exactly that's what i like that's make, what make me feel like bring a story from somewhere like Singapore, you know, or from other parts of the world, which we see as, you know, less tolerant to people, you know, like bring a story from there to have American audience to see, Chicago audience to see, actually have this point of like showing this, how to say, how to say that, slippery slope. You know, yep. how of a slippery slope we can fall down, you know, start from Florida, start from, you know, Texas, whatever. It's like, like nowadays, expect, uh, like in, in America, people say that too, you know, in, in, in China and Singapore, people say that even more, like people always, uh, minorities want special treatment. Minorities want people to treat them better than average. That That's like, that's what is it like? I don't, you don't mean to apologize for drag us into your politic talk. It's like, it's 
It's wrong for people to think LGBTQ human rights is politics. It's not politics. It's human right. And the point when you think when LGBTQ rights is a problem in China, in Singapore, in U.S., in Russia, all these countries kind of, you know, somehow like against each other, but they all have the same problem. How can you say that's a politic problem? It's not a political problem. It's a human rights problem. Mm. And, oh, my God, I'm, I'm going too, too hard. Well, it's, it's, look, I think that it's, in, it's amazing what you're saying. I'm going to stalk you myself on Facebook, I think, and, <laughs> um, and, and just go after you. And by the way, I was almost arrested in Russia, too, but that, we'll tell that some other time. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good girl. Anyway, I, don't travel with me. I don't recommend any of you yeah. uh, going anywhere with me. I'm not going to travel uh, with you. No. Uh, but, but before I lose you, um, so, Jiha, just, uh, you know, the end of this show, the way the show ends, and I'm not about to ruin anything, but it, the audience can interpret it the way it it, it wants, uh, because you could have a couple of endings in your mind. I choose to go with a particular one that's more positive. Uh, but yeah, how for you, do you guys, as part of the cast, did you talk about how do you think this show ends? Yep. So at, at the end of the show, we all discussed it. And I think since we have such complex relationships with so much conflict, the conflict has like broken us all down completely. And so all our pride, all the stubbornness has gone away. And we've come to a point where we realize that we need to start working together and actually hearing each other out. And so we were in a, at the end of the play, we we're in a period where we want to attempt to reconcile and see where we can go with it. And Oscar, when you guys did talk about the end, I'm sort of curious, did you as actors end up in different places with the end of the show? Or did you all kind of end up in the same place as you talked about the end? What do you mean by that? Like same place? Well, I'm trying not to give it away. I mean, because the, you know, the play could end with with an apology. The play could end. There's different ways one could argue the play is ending. So, yeah. since Jihao said you all talked about that, I'm curious. When you talked about it, did, were you in line with the other actors about? Yes, we all kind of agree how this is going to end. Or did you say, "Oh no, I see. I think it ends differently." Yeah, we brainstormed a few endings with our director Cat, and that one just kind of felt like the one that everyone kind of had a consensus over. Uh, so, yeah, I think that was the place that I wanted the show to end to. It, it kind of also leaves the audience wanting more. So that's always a good thing. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, Rainy, what's really interesting is you guys never leave the stage. You are, you're off on the sides, but you, you, you never leave the stage. That's obviously directed. I'm not sure if it's in the script, but it's certainly directed that way. Actually, Rainy, is it in the script or was that a director call? It's not in the script. It's Kat's idea. Our uh, director. Okay. And then, so I'm sorry, I, I want to wrap up, but now I, now you just have to be curious. So <laughs> were you given direction on what to do? Because there's times you're on your phone. There's times you're watching the action. Is it just a freedom on what you want to do, Rainy? Or were you directed in terms of here's what your character would be doing? We were told to actually uh, don't be your character. Just be a person yourself. Be an audience. Watch the show. Okay. Fascinating stuff. This is yeah. really interesting. Well, I, I really enjoyed the show and I encourage it. It's only playing till June 11th. I don't think it's going to be able to be extended based on pride schedule. So, but if it does get extension, the people that see this on the website will be able to, uh, uh, to, to, to see that. But our, for now, our, our discussion will end with, with June 11th. And, um, I, I congratulate you. I think y'all just do a great job. I'm so glad this is a primarily Asian cast. You know, um, one of the actors in, um, everything everywhere all at once once said the great pleasure of doing that movie was you for once couldn't look and go, well, it was the Asian actor who did that. 
Here it's almost it's the whole cast. Yeah, yeah. And, and and just the just the recently I went to a second city where they had uh, the Victor Wong troupe, and it's an all Asian cast doing improv comedy. If any of you are into improv comedy, check that out for the the next group. But I just think it's great because Asian Americans are just or Asians in general are just underrepresented in, in in theater that we do. And I'm I'm just glad to see. I hope that it's changing. Certainly here in Chicago, um, I encourage everybody to get tickets uh, by June 11th. PrideArts.org, PrideArts.org is the place to go. Uh, you guys break legs every night you're on there and um, it's a small theater. So you got to get your tickets quick. I would come back and see it again, but I don't want to take up the seat of somebody who hasn't seen it again since I got to see it. So um I'll just wait outside and, and, uh, <laughs> and see you guys on your way out. I think she, how the night I saw you, you were leaving with a whole bunch of flowers. So um none of you else got flowers. Did no rainy. Did you get flowers? We all got flowers. Pride arts gave us flowers. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> they didn't give me anything. Anyway, <laughs> congratulations. Have a great run. And thanks for being with me. I appreciate you. Thank you for having us. Bye. Thank oh, you. Well, if you want to know more about what we've talked about here, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Paul Lisnick. That's P-A-U-L-L-I-S-N-E-K. And I'd love to hear your comments or topic suggestions for future podcasts. You can also go to my website, paullisnick.tv and hey don't forget to hit subscribe on WGN Plus and iTunes and tune in each week to hear more insider scoop coming to you from behind the curtain <laughs>